Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sweet and Sour Podcast, hosted by me, Mitch, and my SO, Brent. Today we're going to talk about the COVID-19 madness. You knew it was eventually coming. We're going to talk about it probably in a surprising way, how we've been dealing with it, some ways that you can have fun at home, and use this as a period of introspection and growth. Welcome, welcome. Here we go. Welcome. Okay, so... I think that you and I have handled this extremely well. I think so too. I mean, I'm biased. However, I would agree. <clears throat> now, we're both in situations where even though we both have reduced hours, we're still able to bring in finances. And I feel like that's important because our situation is for sure different than someone that has had no income and is completely relying on government assistance. We for sure recognize that yes. we are super fortunate and privileged, right? And that we have... Mm-hmm. Income, so very well said. I'm glad you prefaced with that. Right. So understanding that and having that as a as a foundation of the conversation, you and I both had a really good time. Yeah. Right. We've had, even though the days kind of seem to blend together, that doesn't seem to be an issue. Um, we have spent time together, but have had our moments of solitude that have been necessary, but they haven't been a bother on either of us. And I think this has been a great period to really figure out what type of habits we want to implement when it comes to things such as like we're walking more, we're trying to spend more time outside even when it's hot out, Um, different ways of exercising and we've been beneficial to have each other and uh, also things like our Zoom classes at, at Cigar City. So do you think that this has been a period for, for you and for us of implementing new routines like what do you what do you think about new routines for you and I that we've done so far Mm -hmm. Um, and what something like others can try I guess yeah I would say first I would say yes I think I've introduced some new things into my routine Mm -hmm. I'll get to those I want to kind of get to that second but first I would say yes I've added new things to my routine but I would also say for me I think what I've done more than anything too is I've, in the event of COVID and us being at home, I've gotten the opportunity to just kind of rearrange how, when I'm doing stuff that I've already been doing. So I've always had coffee and I've always done reading and um, tried to do some mindfulness, but COVID is, COVID, I'm very casually talking about it. Rona. Rona. COVID has given me the opportunity to kind of find the right order for my routine and the way that I want my day to flow. So I've really enjoyed, which I know is maybe a little bit unusual and orthodox, but I've really, really loved being able to adhere as closely as we have to truly going to bed when the sun kind of starts to go down and getting up when the sun is up. So Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed not having an alarm, but being able to find that my body is sinking to the natural pattern of the sun rising and setting. So I think that's been really cool. Um, and that's something that I think most people can tr- can try to get as close to as they can, maybe unless they have shift work, mm-hmm. um, which in itself we know is its own beast and impacts sleep. That's, yep. um, so I've really enjoyed that. And I've also really liked having right that digital free coffee time in the morning. Oh, What's been, been fun in this uncertain time is that we've been able to get a little bit more nuanced with how we're making coffee, right? Just through whether it's a pour over or it's 
espresso or we're doing cold brew. So I've enjoyed that we've kind of gotten to support, hashtag support your friends. Alert Coffee Co. Alert Coffee Co. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. If you drink, quick plug, if you drink Alert Coffee Co. in your espresso machine, it's guaranteed to be baller. You know what's up. Yeah. If and also shout out to Blue Bottle. That's where <sighs> that's where we got our pour over maker and uh, cold brew maker, which we fill with Alert Coffee Co. Which literally brings me to my next point. Alert Coffee Co. is also oh, like I'm getting to taste, really taste coffee. And Neil Alert's has opened up our, up our he minds is to rushing it. Yeah, it's to coffee good. beans. Shout so, out Neil. Shout out Neil. I love the coffee time in the morning, and also walking. I normally have a job where I'm standing on my feet, so I've been able to incorporate like longer walks into my day, and mm-hmm. it's made my body feel so good, especially when we go to do a workout. I am like... Actually feeling supple. I feel ready for that movement. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to do 15 minutes of... Or warm up. Of, um, like, physical bed gay, if you will, to get ready. For <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, that's been really nice. I've really liked adding that to my routine. And even though it's pretty simple... Cooking, I've gotten to, which we've been doing more of anyways, been great. but I've been able to start to experiment with making breads and pastas and puddings and like... Delicious gnocchi. Yeah. Oh, dude, gnocchi is pretty delicious, isn't it? So that's been, that's been what I've been enjoying about the root, about kind of my new routines. Do you think that a big way to look at this would be we're essentially focusing and optimizing the what's in our control? of the out of the trichotomy of fully in your control not in your control somewhat in your control i feel like that's a good way for people that are maybe stressing about this to look about it uh and i was talking to my parents about this earlier today and we were just going back and forth and talking about covid and it came down to okay what can you control that can benefit you if you can't control it there's no reason to you know, have impressions about it or focus on it because it's literally pointless because you don't have any control. And when it comes to some control, that really just ends up being like, what can you control that also involves the interactions of outside forces like people and and, and groups? So I think that that's been one of my favorite things and, and something that I think that can really help anyone that's listening and maybe stressing about it is each time we've been going through stuff, whether it's like our walks and our coffee and our routines and um, getting a puppy and doing different types of training and like starting a business, like all those different things. It's just been, hey, what's in my control? And we've been able to do those things and they've all been really fun. And then it's like we've got to, we had the ability to say no to stressing to things that weren't in our control because we recognize they weren't in our control. For sure. And I would even say too, like everything that I'm saying as well about having coffee in the mornings and enjoying walking more and enjoying cooking more. Like I say all of that through that filter of I'm doing, I'm filling my time and focusing on things that I can control, like what I'm eating, when I'm having coffee, what time I'm waking up and I'm going to bed. And that's really just, I'm instilling a routine, right? So still, I still have a routine, even though that routine now is in a nine hour shift somewhere. Mm-hmm. And right, like I'm still filling the time with things that I can do that make me feel good physically, but also mentally. And then, right, cause I, everything is temporary. 
-hmm. right? So we still have a routine and I think that's really important. And we're still making time for ourselves. Like I for sure, like maybe I'm sure most of the people of the 15 people that are listening, you're awesome, whoever you are. I'm so curious to know what we can't because your data is protected. That's right. Um, Right, so I wish I was, I could be with people and go to that coffee shop and support the business I love and like, I have called the credit card companies getting that payment postponement as well, right? Like we all have those stressors going and while we acknowledge that ours, everyone's might be at a different degree, there's still things you can control and that's literally what you do every day. So I think viewing it from that point. I think going based on your example for people might be stressing about having to, like you said, have called someone to try and delay a payment or get, you know, uh, in the case of like loans, it would be like a forbearance. The conversation and the result of getting what you want, it's like you have full control over what you say. You have no control over what they say. You have right. some control how over how the conversation goes, but that some part is based on what you say. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of like a perfect example to, to look at it from. Agreed. And I know... And talking right about controlling your routine, if someone's like, what you're saying is something that everyone says, find a routine, well, how do you do it? Mm. It might be different for you, but you know what it is for me? Google Calendar. Really? 100%. So I am not wearing shoes and walking around, you know, the neighborhood for a mile. I'm like taking Jack in the middle of the day. Um, Because another part of our new day, a way that we're dealing with quarantine, is we got a dog, and his name is Bean. That's right, Beanie Bean. So I take, I try to take special note, right, to take care of Jack and like to walk him and give him like his personal time, right. So as I say that to him, um, I realize that, right, like that might sound like oh really airy, but I have to plan it, and I do that with Google Calendar. It might be a could be a journal for somebody, it could be a you know email reminder whatever but for me it's google calendar am i like i'm going on a walk with ariella monday that is in my calendar my walk with carly in the calendar um right so that helps me make those things actually happen and if i know how i want to feel i like to think of it as situation behavior impact Mm -hmm. right so if i want to have a really good day i need to have moved throughout the day had some interaction with you, some neighbors, people, even if she's just waving hello, and then solitude time, which is something that's really great that we know we both value. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's good to know that you can have that wherever you are, whoever it is that you're with, SO or friend. Um, and I find for me that using Google Calendar, thinking about how I want to feel at the end of the day, I can say, all right, what's my situation? I'm in the house, right? Like, yeah. what is my behavior gonna be? really try and think about that and then what will the impact be will the impact be in feeling the way i want to feel if it is hell yeah if not like what can i do and for some that might be a dutch braid and learning how to dutch braid for others that might be getting an animal so i think for me that's what i would want to just give is like that's how that's how i'm doing it there's the why and the how google calendar baby i think a, a good thing to say would be there are so many different ways that you can kind of implement these habits. Mm-hmm. And a pro example is the way you just said work for you. We've both accomplished habits, but what's different is the way that we did it. And obviously it helps that we have the accountability of each other, but you had the Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. And then mine was um, 
like stacking habits and well not stacking habits first it would be like saying to myself like mm. deciding a place and a time for the routine yeah. so it was like I will work um, like and then insert excuse me one of my like work responsibilities that I currently have so it says like I will do administrative work yeah and then it's at only to like set my limits on areas a little mini standing desk or the outside table and then it would be at, and then I set the times in each day. It's usually um, in between like the hours of like 2.30 and 4.35ish, mm-hmm. depending on how much there is. And like that's when I'll do it. And that's helped me really get into that. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, the other thing that has helped with kind of like the ability to, to implement and to um, stack my hat or, or, or continue good habits would be... Uh, when I'm doing them, I'm like focused. I'm like, this is the only thing I'm doing. So I'm not looking at my phone. There's not a million tabs open on my laptop if I'm doing work on my laptop. And like, that's the only thing I'm like in the moment focused on doing that thing. There's nothing else. And that's really helped. But it's only been, I've only been able to do that through limiting the way that I use technology. Agreed. Something that's been helpful that I've done also, which is the same thing that you've done, is I've done the same thing. Like, knowing, like, okay, I do enjoy that walk and I enjoy that coffee time. Like, well, how long is that coffee time going to last? Yep. Right? And what kind of transition time am I going to need? I've learned that that's really important for me, whether COVID isn't happening and we're all just kind of moving through life as things are happening as they come and not necessarily having yeah. the time to think. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize that that's also important at home. So I've also identified those same work areas. And then, which have been like the standing desk, the floor, or the front, what I call the breakfast nook. Even though it's like... It's right. It's, yeah, thank you for saving me. Um, Or I'll do work in the kitchen, but if I'm gonna take a call and I feel like I want like an office vibe, I go into the bedroom and then open the deck door. So it's like I create sort of zones for where I can do things to help kind of keep me moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I plan transition times. So like, how am I gonna refresh and make sure my mindset is as quality going into the second half of my workday at home as I am in the first day? I wanna plan some like movement time through. So that's pretty cool. I color code through Google. Um, and then I also use the- Some of us don't have that ability. Damn, you guys, <laughs> it's just colorblind. I'm so sorry. That is, that that's is sad. Right. Google. You're always listening. Make a colorblind option for colorblind people in your damn Google Calendar. I hate that shit. I don't know the difference between red and green and yellow and then all the other options in between. Shit. I'm talking about tomato, blueberry, First grape. Off, what the fuck? I feel like you have just pulled us into oncoming traffic because I can't move on until I say it. That would be so hard. There's so many different types of colorblindness. I know, it's terrible. And the like, there's three. The sphere and axis and cylinder of your, of your eyes may not be the same. So think about making lenses. That's some work talk there. Hell yeah, it is. I'm studying, y'all. Um, okay, yeah, so I agree. I think your habit stacking is really cool. Where can I learn more about that? At the Sweet Lifestyle. Da, 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 da. Heck yeah. For real, though, um... Cool. A great book is like Atomic it. Habits by yeah. James Clear. Go read that. You will learn all you need to know about habits. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm curious to know, and maybe this is only like important for mine because 
feel like I'm reading a lot. How are you, what are you reading right now? And also, if you are reading, how are you breaking up all the reading? Because I realized a couple weeks in that I was like reading for like leisure and then I would read the news and then I would read for work. So you talk about like limiting your technology. Yeah. I feel like I've limited my technology too. Somehow, even though that since we've been home from COVID, I'm using technology even more, even more through work than I mm-hmm. was before. So, like, do you feel the same? I'm sure you fucking do. What are we talking um, about? What we're reading, or I want to know what you're reading separately, but then I also want to know how are you reading something for leisure, okay? And then also managing all of the technology time that you're already having. Right. Okay. So, quick place to start managing the time. You should also do this. You the listener. That's empty. Talking about water containers. Man. If you want to, if you want to fill her up. <laughs> you might hear a noise in the background. Uh, so, how to manage your time? Set specific break times. Yes. Write it down. Set a reminder. Like you should be taking breaks. You should be taking breaks during a normal workday when there's not this COVID madness. Like sure. invest in your mental health if you can. Focus more during your work time and get into a flow versus not, you will accomplish more work. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. What I'm reading would be, and this could be a little thing that we label side tangent. Um, I like reading multiple books at once. And I know some people are not about that life, but I love it. Especially because I don't, I don't really read fiction books a lot. I could understand fiction. I'd probably only want to read one thing. Maybe I'd get confused with characters and story. But I feel like with all the books I read, there's like, I always throw out this hashtag hive mind. There's like a synergy between them and they all kind of help you understand the general topic of, of in my case, it would be like health, lifestyle, wellness, well-being together. Mm-hmm. So the books I'm reading right now is A New Old Way by Frank. I don't really know how to pronounce his last name. For Ferencic, Frank Ferencic, um, I'm reading Savor by Thich Nhat Han. Is that how you pronounce it? I think that's how you pronounce it. He's a Zen monk, Zen Buddhist monk, um, and I forget the nutrition author that he that he works with on it. And then I'm also reading In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan, only because I just finished Move Your DNA by Katie Bowen. So you might be like. Why would you read all those books separately? The New Old Way, that's like a book that talks about, um, you know, how our ancestors live versus our modern lifestyle now, different health consequences, to Savor, a book about mindful eating, to Michael Pollan, In Defense of Food, that talks about the food industry, and then to a previous book that I had just gotten done reading that I read a little bit with those first two, which is all based on movement. Well, for those of you single readers out there, like I just said, it all blends together, all those things, and that's why I like reading more than one book at once. single readers. Yeah. So that's my tangent. Those are all the books I'm reading. They're all fantastic. I'm not a speed reader like like it is. So what are you reading? What are you speed reading, babe? First off, I hate you. <laughs> We're eating our charcuterie board right now, just so if you hear crunching in the background. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, What am I reading? Well, I'm reading The Three Marriages by David White. Oh, I can't wait to read that. Great poet. I wouldn't do it justice. You just got to go look it up. He's a poet, but 
so much more. He's a poet. That's just one of the things, many things that he is, as well as like a really excellent author. I'm also reading The Bell on the Blackbird, which is a separate book of collections of poems by David Way. They're super fantastic. He did an interview with Sam Harris and did a podcast um, where he talked about the type of mindfulness that he's practicing his experiences with. Which is super different. Super different. And he, um, different in that his ways just happens to be through, instead of maybe through something more traditional where you sit down and you close your eyes or you practice an exercise mm -hmm. or you connect your breath, he connects through art and like speaking poetry out loud. Mm -hmm. And he's known as well for doing public speaking engagements where he doesn't um, plan for them. He just comes out and like has a natural interaction with the audience, much like he does with poems and paint. So it's a collection of his poems, which is super amazing, really good. I'm also reading um, Out of My Mind by Alan Watts. That's another good one. Um, so also really good. I've been interested in <clears throat> reading trauma-sensitive mindfulness and learning a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm has kind of gotten me more interested in how, not just how people practice their mindfulness, but how like psychologically they connect with mindfulness. I've been interested in kind of learning about that. And so Alan Watts adds a cool element. And then lastly, I have a digital copy of it and then broke down and bought a hardcover copy of it. And because I have so much more time to read, so now I just dedicate my reading time that I plan in Google Cal. Um, I'll dedicate to reading and kind of like choose that time. That's my creative expression time is I decide every day what I'm going to read, but I wait until the day to pick it. Um, is Salt, Flour, Water, Yeast is a book that someone from um, that we know from our gym recommended about baking bread and the art of making artisanal breads and um, pizzas. Which I can't wait to taste. Which I think is really cool. And then it's also kind of got me thinking about how this time that we're in of this it's COVID-19, like, this is really, this is, I'm not, in my opinion, history what's happening. And so For it's got sure. me thinking about some of, like, the greatest plagues that have ever happened. Just, even though COVID isn't a plague, per se, um, I imagine without all the technology and resources that we have, how different this could look. So, Damn. so yeah, so I'm reading this, this cool book. Called the six plagues and it's about like how technology and you know all the bad stuff like fossil fuels and just all sorts of stuff how that's changed the game for us as human beings so that's been kind of interesting did you see the youtube video of bill gates predicting that this was the thing that would screw humanity and we need to take care of it and prep for it i did <sighs> so right even that like little whew, Right. Um, it's always a good idea not to listen to smart people. I feel like the world normally always <laughs> settled. No, that's not true. That's not the way to go. Um, it is a big deal. So I hope that we can find the... That all leaders will find the strength to <laughs> work to make decisions at their fullest potential. There you go. That's a good way to say it, man. Yeah. Um, so, right, it is really intense, but also normally the, like things are just moving so fast. Mm -hmm. right. um, and I think it's a time to kind of watch things not stop, but also stop. That's pretty crazy, right? Like 
a lot of us aren't going to many places, but somehow things are still up in the path around us. So I'm happy I can find another reading time. So that's yeah. what I'm reading. Well, I'm glad we talked about the reading time. I yeah. think that's a good, good way to talk about like stress relief mm-hmm. during all this COVID-19 madness. And also we've talked about mindfulness a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so essentially introspection. So a good way to tell, I think, from all this, how you're doing is kind of like, yeah, how do you are, you, you are? are you extremely bored while you're under quarantine? If you are, chances are you need to practice some mindfulness, right? We haven't been bored once. And that's saying that for anyone that's, that's like living with another person, if you're living by yourself, obviously that's a little bit more solitude time than normal. Video call some, excuse me, call some people, right? Set up times, use your Google Calendar invite. Just don't color code it. Uh, you use Google Calendar anyways. I do, but I have to type long titles so I know what's going on. Well, abbreviation, baby. I can't, because I can't, I, the color, I can't Abbrevi- talk. Anyway. You can abbreviate, that's not color. <laughs> anyway, so, like that's, being bored, and I think, oddly enough, uh, what's his face? Do we say it's David White? Yeah, David White has a thing where he doesn't use the word bored. He talks about loneliness, um, which I think is totally different than solitude. So if you're bored or you're lonely, that's just you being completely separate and unaware of your environment because there's so many beautiful things going on around you. But without going any deeper into that, so it would be, are you bored? Um, Are you kind of feeling like, damn, I hate... I just got to distract myself with everything. Like, pay attention. Like, are you constantly just going to your phone, going to the TV, going to a text, going to Instagram, going to Facebook? Or are you just bouncing around and bouncing around and bouncing around? Like, what are you distracting yourself currently from? And then if you are kind of like having moments where maybe you don't have your phone and you're just like, man, I'm just overwhelmed with my thoughts. Yeah. Like, chances are you need you could use this extra time you have as a period of introspection, right? Like, Time alone and time away from others does not need to be something that is negative. It can be extremely profound um, just in the sense of a feeling of well-being it creates, not to mention all the different ways that it may make you change uh, for the better, right? So I think those are questions that would be good to kind of like ask to set up. And then like when in doubt, if you like need help with one of those things, like just... Ask, ask someone that does practice mindfulness, you yeah. know? But, yeah, I think it's a good way to, to, through reading books is an example of one way that we've been able to practice introspection and mindfulness. I'd also say that while digital minimalism is really important, mm-hmm. I think it is okay with, with planning and, and whatever boundaries look like for you to also leverage it. And you talk, right, when, when I think about bouncing around, like, right, I for sure know that I'm using the time for introspection, right? Like I, I am, I journal every day and my, now my sort of approach to the way that I'm like practicing, I guess, more formally mindfulness, you know, I'm, I'm taking that seriously. Um, I'm trying to make positive changes where they need to be made. So even that being said, while practicing digital minimalism, I tried to also leverage a technology that I have to like find ways to do things that are adding healthy benefits to my life, right? And like Mm -hmm. one of those ways could be leveraging your technology for 
taking like free online classes that you have at your yeah. disposable or being able to connect with people over video call. I have done two video calls that weren't work related and just saying hello to the people that I miss and I love, right? So I think it's also important to do that as well. If you have the technology, just try to leverage it on doing stuff that's going to make you feel good. Maybe not stuff that's going to like yeah. just sort of not necessarily add a sustainable fulfillment throughout your day. Yeah. And don't use Zoom because they have security issues. <laughs> I am actually, yeah, I'm actually not allowed to have Zoom. And Don't worry, they're passion yeah. updates, you know what I mean? I know. Um, Free platform, though. It is. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, so. As long as you don't go over 40 minutes. Really? Mm-hmm. On the free one, yeah. Damn. I feel like I was definitely on Zoom today longer than 45 minutes. Maybe someone you were using it with has a paid account. Shoot. Okay. I don't know if that doesn't cool. Well, either way, 45 minutes still a decent amount of time. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, we've read a lot. We've, we've cooked a lot. We've read a lot Leverage technology, cooking. We, uh... We read, we cooked, we walked, we got a dog. Talk to me about getting the dog for you. What's your f- favorite part been? Like just where you were like, yeah. oh, like, of course you love it and you love him, but like one moment where you were like, oh my God, this is the cutest thing. Like this okay. is, uh, right? So I want to know that moment. Okay. So I think a good way to, to layer this topic into still we're talking about COVID and not just talking about awesome things that have happened to us, <laughs> would be, this is a hot topic, guys. This is a great segue, yeah. Lots of adoptions of dogs have been going on. Super like the, what is it, one of the Tampa Humane Society or community groups, right, with dogs? There was a shelter. Complete shelter, empty. No dogs there. And I have seen four other people specifically get puppies that I know. Dude. Four. So... Is during a COVID crisis madness a good time to get a doggo, aka during a uh, during a <laughs> I don't know a time of apparel? Is it a good time to get an animal? Um, I think it is. It's been a great time. This has been it. this has been great because we've had extra time at home with our doggo, and we've been making sure that he's been spending time alone so he doesn't lose his shit when we go back to work. And, uh, you know, to talk about when we first got him. So we drove like an hour and 40 minutes uh, in a certain direction in Florida. So you don't know where we live. To, <laughs> we drove, we yep. drove, we drove to, to yep. and we pulled up to the house. We got to see all the little puppies immediately ran at us. There was 14 total. And eight eight were there of the fourteen that were born together, and we got lucky with Bean because he was supposed to be going to California. Then that dummy canceled. So we yeah. were, the lady was like, "This dog is also available for adoption." Yeah. I was like, "Yes." So we're looking around, and there were three. Bean had the mask. One was the runt, but like still super cute. And then the other one had the most, like, tricolor. Yeah. And Bean's eyes, man, that's the thing I noticed. They were just like a super green hazel kind of, you know, look. Um, And he was just so sweet, like, giving, like, a little bit of nibble, a little bit of kiss. 
and uh, all three were cute. And I was like, man, this is this is the guy right here. And also, he's big, and I wanted a big dog. Like, I hope he's ninety pounds. I hope he's massive, and he's just so muscular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so expensive to feed this dog. God damn, I know. But the other thing that I uh, that I really enjoyed was we got to meet the parents of the dogs that were like together, and just they were so happy, you know. Yeah. Like the dogs weren't separate. And they were right with the other puppies. And the mom and dad were massive, which was great. Because like I said, I want Jackson to be a big, badass doggo. Um, and they were just like smiling, giving so many kisses, being so affectionate. And I was like, damn, Jackson's had a good environment. Or not Jackson. Jackson hasn't had a good environment, but Bean. So that's what, I re- that's what I remembered. His eyes and his parents who were super happy. And then obviously the drive home where he farted and just made the car smell so terrible. But uh, what about you? Getting a puppy during COVID for sure. Yeah, good or bad. Good Yay or nay. Yes, it's added str- it's added structure to more structure to our day. I go on way more walks because. I like that you said structured and not stressed. Yeah, I look. Most people like puppies. I like puppies. I'm working remotely. I literally haven't been anywhere since I've been Oh yeah, you've been home a little bit longer. For a while, right? So it's super great to have this tiny thing to walk in that needs you and we can take care of him. And um, so I like that it's add structure, which is really great. And I've loved picking him up and of course doing all of those things. But I think... Mm-hmm. Right, because he was so little when we got him. I feel like he just kind of couldn't help but need us. Like, he was just like... He was so tiny. He was so He's little. already gotten bigger. We've only had him for two weeks. He's getting big. But I would say That's what right. I've liked... Bastards. You're ridiculous. Um, he's for sure growing very quickly. And, and hence the name Bean, because we have Jack and the Beanstalk. So, anyways, that was me. I thought that was ingenious, but... That's great. Yeah, so I've enjoyed that it's added this an additional layer of structure, and as a result, it's helped me just kind of really think about how I'm applying my attention mm-hmm. and awareness a little bit throughout the day, not just with the new dog, but also with, like, you know, people. So I like the structure and all that, but my favorite thing is, right, if you know Jack, you know that he's not a loud dog. He's pretty gentle and, like, kind of... He's such if a he's cutie. not walking or with someone like that he feels really comfortable with or whatever, like he's just he's pretty like gentle and never made noise as a puppy. Like he I mm. I knew he was a quiet puppy, but I realize it more even now because Bean is just so vocal and even though it's like every time it happens, I'm like, oh wow, he's so vocal. I love it. I think it's the sweetest thing. I love how communicative he is with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first time this week, he ran, which I know was like your highlight. For the one first the time this week, I, smiled. I was doing some work. One of the reasons I smiled, and he like stretched out really far, um, and he like cuddled with Jackson, like really cuddled, like they were like they slept on each other, sleeping on each other, and that that was it. I was like, all right, dude dude like of course I love you you're so cute so sweet but like you're getting a personality 
and you're like loving on Jack and that's the most important thing. More than just puppy love. Hell yeah. So, and I mean, y'all, he's just so cute. Like, it's just... He's an American bully. But yeah, so all of those things have added to COVID, but I for sure think habit stacking and planning your day (laughs) and stress relief, reading, leveraging new technology, cooking. Yep. I think have been really important. I think it has been. Mm -hmm. I also think, too, like you said something earlier, whoever you're quarantining with, I think communicating, like communicate. You still got to communicate, right? Oh, yeah. And so what I really like is how a couple of times it's been like the middle of the day. Like we're in the middle of work days. We're doing stuff. And, you know, we might not be at the same part of the day as each other. And I'll be like, hey, what's up? Or you'll be, you'll ask me something and I'll go, hey, I'm in a work flow. And so we're able to like still respect that routine and that planning that we've done by kind of communicating with each other what's going on. Because right. I know I'm going to wake up and we're both going to be here all day, but like, hey, wait, asking the person that you're with, like, what's their day going to look like if you're sharing a space with them? Yeah. And I think that's really worked for us. I think it has too. Yeah. Just allowed us to communicate even better. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's good that we've been able to kind of improve how we communicate and what we do together and then also what we don't do together yes. and how those have all kind of come together to allow us to bond even more. So I think kind of looking at this as it depends on your situation, both financially how you're doing right now. And then also if you're quarantined with other people. So with those two things kind of, being something that we that we reference, I think, uh, yeah, just continually ask yourself: Are you enjoying or not enjoying the experiences that you're having during COVID? That's not to say, are you enjoying COVID? Because obviously, no one's like, "Yay, I'm happy that I don't get to do anything at my work and I have reduced pay and I don't get to see other people that I care about." Obviously, no one's. Right, you're not enjoying that. That's no, that's of course fine. Like, not. It's what I'm saying is it's okay to say, "Hey, this situation sucks," mm-hmm. but you can still enjoy the experiences that come out of that situation. Yeah, you know, that's what I think would be if I was to list like, "Hey, what's a key takeaway for me?" That would be it. Yeah, because I think a lot of times people can let an event and then the way it's shown uh, through media on uh, phones and on TV, they can let that just color their mood for the days and weeks to come. Like I think maybe more people than I would anticipate are probably still upset, annoyed, and angry since the day they were quarantined. And I think that if that is true, then those people likely also have been just glued to the news, waiting to see each update, because now what's the new exciting thing with COVID, which would be started off with like, these are the states that it's now in, to these are the number of confirmed cases, to then these are the worst states, to then- These are confirmed deaths. Right, these are confirmed deaths, to what are we gonna do, to we gotta flatten the curve, to are we gonna get shut down, these places are shut down, and then now there's curfews in places, and now you, your business is closed and you have to stay at home and 
and this is what you're going to do, and now restaurants are closed. And uh, I think that when you kind of just go on like the 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 dramatic highs, mm -hmm. they just make you feel like emotional lows and stress. Like you just you let that stuff kind of overwhelm you, and then you don't let any of the experiences that come from it be good. Mm -hmm. So. I think that there's an, right, I think, like, like we said before, of course this is un, super undesirable. There are a lot of people suffering right now. There are business owners, healthcare workers, normal, just like, right, ma, other, other individuals um, who are seriously impacted by this and who are suffering. And I mean, if you happen to be someone that's suffering, I think it's good not to feel the pressure to feel totally excited about life, right? Like you're allowed to, I think you're still allowed to be positive when things are hard, right? And I think that that's something that we can all try to do. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's a good way to look at it. Especially since like that, that brings up something else that you could practice, which would be gratitude. Be, recognize what you have and, and that it's super grateful, right? And I know this might seem kind of BS, and I used to think that, that gratitude was something that was ridiculous, but I guess more maybe affirmations in that sense. I got you. But, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm grateful because, um, my goodness, there we go doing bar muscle-ups under the tower. Um, I think it's one thing to just kind of like say gratitude, but more for like a, hey, listen to what I'm grateful for, and then another thing to say, hey, this is what I'm truly grateful for, and to say it to yourself or to and with your significant other. And just some examples would be like, what are we grateful for? We're grateful that we still have some type of income yeah. and that we chose to live in a place that we can afford yeah. and love to live in. And then we are grateful for, um, you know, the government setting up things like stimulus checks and stuff like that. And to talk about each of those in the list of more, it would be uh, some people don't have jobs and are getting no money. So yes, grateful for that. Other people might live in countries that don't have that type of infrastructure to be set up because it could be a war-torn country. It doesn't have any health care. Right, okay. and there's, yeah, and, and things like that. So, and this is not to say like a, oh yeah, America, we're the best. That is not like what I intend to, to mean. What I mean is that you can pull such big amounts of, large amounts of gratitude from this. I think if you don't have one single thing, bottom line, at the end of the day, yeah. Right? If there's not one thing you can draw on that you're grateful for, like there may be other things that, in addition to COVID, right? Like there's got to be one thing mm -hmm. that you can be grateful for. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this, you should be grateful that you have access to a phone. Internet. Internet. The ability to pay for uh, like whatever you're listening from and that you live somewhere where it's even streamed. And, like, these are all things that, like, other people just simply don't have, right? 
Like the fact that we're sitting here even doing a podcast, hanging out, celebrating, drinking some wine is ridiculously awesome. And yeah. I know that millions of people could never could never do this. So it allows you to make ordinary moments seem extraordinary, which each moment is. And it allows you to look at, or it allows you to put things in perspective when it comes to big events that are going on. And I also think it would it would help people work together more as well. When you're both understand what you're grateful for, then it's kind of it takes away any type of comparison. If you're both doing it for the right thing, and it's not like a, I'm grateful for this because look at how awesome these things I have are. You know? For sure. Yeah. I think something if you, which, geez, I'm sure you have. Um, heard us talk about the Sam Harris things we love, but he obviously has, as we mentioned before, an app called Waking Up. Also, our dogs are sleeping together right now. They're cuddling. My Sweet. heart's exploding. I might go down on this call or on this um, podcast right now. I cannot. Jesus. Cage. Christ. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. He's just so cute. Um, no idea. <laughs> Gratitude. Sam Harris has an app that we've obviously <laughs> mentioned before, and it's the Waking Up app. You don't have to subscribe if you aren't already, but you can still listen to this lesson for free, and it's his lesson on gratitude. Oh, it's so good. And in it, it's short. It's less than five minutes. It references how you can still be experiencing pain or maybe something that's unpleasant or that's having a real impact on your life. And he helps think of how you... I think he just helps trigger in you through an mm -hmm. exercise how you can still find gratitude in moments like that. And I think that that's okay. Yeah, and touching on the pain piece, here's another good thing that I didn't even think about. What type of pain are you having? Because there's three different kinds. There's, right? This is about to blow your mind. <laughs> I can't handle you right now. <laughs> there is, I don't remember where I read this from, but I'm pretty sure it's saying We're this. talking about pain suddenly. Yes, well, okay. you said pain um, while experiencing gratitude. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah. see, come on, I'm on point. I'm not just talking <laughs> about random stuff here. Just interjecting with pain. Stop this nonsense. Uh, so, there is moments where you experience uh, physical pain, but no mental pain. It'd be like working out, right? Like mentally positive, physically negative. Okay. Then you have where you feel physically negative and uh, mentally negative, mm -hmm. and then you have physically positive and then mentally uh, positive. I know I'm probably not saying all the correct three pairings, but um, when you look at it in that sense, where it's like, hey, what is my body feeling versus what is what am I emotionally and mentally feeling? What, what is going on cognitively? Uh, it allows you to see that you really do have a lot of power mm -hmm. over your emotions behind events. An easy example would be think about something that happened to you in your past that was negative but led you to something that was so amazing. And that's an easy way to, easy way to see how something that caused kind of like mental anguish led to positive uh, situations. Yeah. And I mean, you can even look at COVID in that sense as well. Take COVID and all the things that have happened to you, but then fast forward it into the future 
and the positives that maybe you might be able to pull out of it. Obviously, the situation now is negative. It's not great. I mean, unless you're just the only person that's got the hand sanitizer, Purell, and the, and the toilet paper, and you're just slanging it around, selling it for big bills, you are just not having a good time, you know? If you are um, not in the, in the cartel or a politician, you're probably not having a great time right now. Probably true. So, that's something, that's something that I think could be another big takeaway. So, we've talked about a couple different big takeaways. We talked about reading and mindfulness and how this period can be used for introspection. We talked about the differences between whether you're alone, living with others, what your finance thing is kind of like right now and how that affects all of this. But then how you have power over your impressions if you don't let them kind of over, uh, overwhelm you immediately. Yeah. And I think that those are multiple different ways along with the habits that we mentioned that people can begin to take kind of COVID-19 and change their mind about it. Also, I don't think anyone thought we were going to be talking about COVID like this way. This is totally different than I think a lot of people thought it was going. Yeah. I think they thought it was going to be like, what do you think about the situation in Florida? No you know? way. Are you kidding me? Shh, ain't going to talk to you about politics. Yeah, bro. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think those are all really important takeaways. I think keeping a routine and, and establishing some structure, whether that's stack, habit stacking or Google Calendar, I think are pretty helpful. Right? I think we've also talked a little bit about, to your point, some stress relief and stress management. What does that look like? Mindfulness, reading. Co-shower. Mm-hmm. Focusing, co-showering. <laughs> plug. Heck yeah. Focusing on what you can control as well. Um, and then also, I think, just kind of being re- realistic with yourself and others when you're communicating about what you need yeah. um, and what you want to do. I think those are all super helpful things. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Sweet and Sour Podcast. We hope you're staying safe during uh, this COVID-19 craziness that's been going on. We hope you are making the best of a bad situation. And uh, thanks for for tuning in. Yeah, you will. Thanks for being one of the 13 to 15 listeners. Yeah, and whoever you are, we're very grateful for it. That's right. Peace Peace out, out. y'all.